News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Mr Simon Harris will seek cabinet approval for increased sentences for assaults causing harm to Gardaí and emergency service workers today. And Brendan O'Connor, president of the Garda Representative Association, joins us now. Brendan, I presume you welcome this? We do indeed, Kira. We welcome any acknowledgement or any move towards um, trying to create some disincentive assaults in our members. But we would caution that it's, we, we don't believe it's enough that we have always called for mandatory custodial sentences of such attacks. And we have seen in relation to all legislation and all statutes available that the maximum sentence is something that's very, very rarely applied yeah. in any case. So we, we'll wait to see if it has any impact. But certainly it's it's welcomed and it's that the government acknowledges the problem, but it's not what we would have asked for. And uh, time will tell how effective it there, will be. There's talk of the maximum sentence being changed from seven to 12 years. Is that enough in your view? Um, well, as I say, it, 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 whether it's applied or not, we'll have to wait and see. But our experience and experience in relation to any um, legislation and punishment is that maximum sentences are not a feature of most sentencing. So we will wait to see the impact. The logic I'm told by the minister is that the fact that that the sentence that's applied will, is usually a proportion of the maximum, and we should see that mm-hmm. reflected okay. in sentences. But um, we're not sure. One of the things that this looks like it will apply to, in addition to to common assault, is, is if somebody rams a guard a car with another car, that will be taken to be an assault as well. Would that be welcome? That seems to be an yes, increasing issue. That's very welcome that that's acknowledged as a phenomenon and um, it's, it's great it's, it's, that it's going to be acknowledged going forward. So certainly we would welcome that and, and recognition that that's a very serious and life-threatening situation that our members find themselves and indeed members of the community when people like this are on the roads and willing to take these sort of take this action towards our members. Okay. Uh, the other thing, Brendan, in terms of, of guard cars being rammed is it looks like there's going to be new guidelines on, on for guards on, on pursuit and high pe- high. Um, speed pursuit of, of alleged criminals. Um, is that something that the GRA are on board with? I, we've obviously had issues with it lately and it's been widely covered in the news, but where do you stand on the current guidelines and what needs to change? Well, the current guidelines are really, um, like a lot of things in Gars, are unfit for purpose. So what we have is we have um, a protocol and a system brought into place which is designed to manage pursuits, but really the the build the foundations aren't there to, to underpin the uh the the the, the, <coughs> the the policy document because we don't have the trained drivers we don't have the systems in place so it was probably a lot of what you, we have was actually probably lifted from the UK or from other jurisdictions where we have um live live links from 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 um, technology and cameras and cars where we have properly trained drivers where we have high high powered police vehicles so the model really isn't applicable to okay. the standard of gu- or the standard of driving available Brendan, in this country do, do guards feel vulnerable when I, I don't even mean just physically vulnerable but vulnerable if they're involved in high pe- high speed pursuits that they could be culpable in some way or liable in some way if, if they go wrong uh, well guards are accountable for their decision making and we're also accountable in the eyes of the law so it's uh, traffic pursuits are one of the highest risk activities any police officer can become involved in. So certainly the stakes are very high. So guards have to be uh, very acutely aware of their decision making okay. and their actions when they're held a very high account. But sometimes um, we believe that maybe the, the, the standards that they're being held to are, are not there's no balance there because okay. we do also have a, have, a, have an obligation to bring offenders to account. And very so the danger is sorry, just uh, the danger is we fall into a no pursuits okay. uh, situation, which is really where we're, we seem to be kind of going. It's there's de facto no pursuit policy, 
but it, it, it really needs a lot of attention and a lot of a lot of examination. All right. Uh, lastly, Garda Commissioner Drew Harris's comments on, on not playing into the far right handbook with aggressive policing. There's been a lot of discussion about how we're policing these anti-immigration protests, whether or not we should go in heavier, whether or not the softly, softly approach is actually a good idea. Does the GRA have a position on that? We don't have a specific position in relation to it, but I mean, the guards have, you know, a long tradition of um, being uh, very, uh, finding that the, the right point in relation to the use of force and, and not being overly zealous in relation to the application of the law. So, so far we've seen, we find that, that the right equilibrium probably share the commissioner's observations, but okay. the, the, there is a, comes a point where Gary cannot stand back and tolerate the levels of abuse and that's been thrown at them and, and cameras pointing in their faces. So that's kind of the element of it that we would be concerned with. Look, thank you very much for speaking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. That is Brendan O'Connor, their president of the GRA. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.